0: Stephanie, Ambassador of Fun, and welcome to High Five to That, a podcast all about celebrating fun stories, adventures, or just anything that I'll have you sing. High five to that. And co-host is Adolfo.
1: How's everybody going today?
0: So um, we have a couple of things to touch on today. I do have a couple of submissions that I want to share. But first, let's talk about side jobs. Or side jobs side hustles as they call them although there was
1: I, I well let's let's bring it back oh okay just so everyone knows stephanie also has a youtube page and she often does reviews and and things and awesome videos but this last video was about side jobs so i highly recommend checking it out we could probably put it in the show notes
0: oh yeah thanks that's a good idea <laughs> yeah, and, yeah
1: and go watch the video Sus- hit subscribe Hit notifications. Get her notifications. But, but she did a really good video on side jobs. And so that's why we're kind of talking about side jobs today. Yeah. So. Um,
0: and the channel is called Rue's How-To. And the reason why it's called Rue's How-To is because Rue is my nickname from when I was a kid um, that my brother gave me. So I do answer to Rue as well as Steph or Stepha Roo. Um, but I want it to be a place where that it was informal and that, you know, we could just share, I could just share adventures with people or share things that I learned and things like that. But anyways, that's kind of like a backstory about why it's called Bruce how to not Stephanie's how to, um, yeah, it's still my name, but just my nickname. Uh, but anyways, uh, it's, let's start with your side hustles. And before sure. we even go to that, I just wanted to mention one thing about side hustles was that um, there is this, oh, man, I forgot the name of the writer, but he was just saying that he doesn't like side hustles. He calls, uh, there was a chapter in his book called something similar to a hustle is a dance from back in the day or something like that. Yeah. Um, but anyways, I thought that was funny. So start us off with some of experiences that you've had with your side jobs.
1: Man, so my well let's start with the recent most recent one okay I was very unhappy with the job I was very stressed out and I decided that, forget it I'm gonna quit and I'm going to try lift and I did lift for a good I want to say two weeks and since you know being here in San Diego I find it found it very profitable uh, I'm gonna be honest with you I I made eleven hundred dollars in like I think six days Mm -hmm. and it was pretty profitable uh the it was impressive uh it was a great job to help me you know get through the time until I found my next job which thankfully it was it wasn't too long but it was to me it was a lot of fun uh I got to meet a lot of cool people when I went to the airport and, and found out like their experiences with Lyft and some of those guys, I know it's not an average of what, what people make, but say some of them were saying they made up to seventy grand a year. Oh, wow. And, you know, so I, I said, hey, you know, tell me your secret. What are you doing? And they said, well, you know, they said in the morning, if you wake up early enough, everybody's going to the airport. So I said, okay, I'm going to start doing that. Start bringing people from the airport in and out of the airport. And then throughout the afternoon, they said you could either take some time off, which sometimes I did. Or I could hit like lunch areas or big areas where there was lunches and stuff like that and people moving around. But in the mornings, it was like either people going to work or people going to the airport. And then later on in the afternoon, like around five, is people coming home from work. So there was a big, there was a good timeline. It was great because you made your own hours. And it was kind of cool that like all the cool people you met. And mm-hmm. that was actually a lot of fun. Actually, gotten to talk to people, and then some people you kind of got a feel for them. Don't just start talking. Some people would love to talk. Some people would talk like directly. It's like, hey, why did you get into it? How do you like it? You know, stuff like that. And sometimes when we're in Lyft, you you hear me get in like start talking to the guys that are driving for us, and but it's a lot of fun. You know, it was it was very lucrative. You have to hustle a lot, and you got to make sure you get in like. You got to work early and you got to work late. So.
0: Well, what are the drawbacks? So everybody knows that you get to make your own hours and things like that. They they see the positives. But I think one thing that should be um, more exp- uh, explained more are the challenges of mm-hmm. each of these side jobs. Because I feel like sometimes, you know, like when I was doing research on side jobs, you know, vlogs, blogs. All of those types of things, you know, nobody wants to go. And, I, you know, a part of me thinks like, are they sponsored? Because they have a link that you can click click oh, to and then you can sign up through that. But I'm just like, they're probably getting kickback money from this. And maybe that's why they don't tell you the downside of it because they want you to sign up or what have you. And it's like someone needs to be out there being honest, telling you what the challenges are so that you can have a well-rounded um, your information's well rounded where it has the positives and the negatives, and then you can sure. make a balanced choice of whether to try it or not, you know what I mean so oh
1: sure uh some of the biggest challenges one is 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 how well does your car do on gas mm. That is a big thing because that's going to cut into your profits, yeah. of what you're going to take home at the end of the day. I want to say for the first week, I think I spent like a hundred and fifty dollars in gas. And it was, and then on top of that, the mileage on your car. You are putting a lot of miles on your car, and you know, I had a, a tank of gas that would give me, I want to say like 300 miles per gallon, and I went through it all. You know, three gallons in less than a week and a half. You know, so it's that's that's a big thing, and then the last one where you're going to make the most amount of money, but is the most challenging for the night. Is driving people home from the bar.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Now, that was an experience that I went, like, I, I heard from other guys who are like, I stopped driving around 10 p.m. And then with me, it's, it's kind of like a game because you're like, oh, if I pick up another person, it's another $10, or I pick up another person, it's another 20 whatever. Mm-hmm. And you start to see that they kind of give you like a bonus rate the mm-hmm. later you stayed. Mm-hmm. So you get an extra, extra money but I had a guy almost throw up in my car. Yeah,
0: see, that's what I was going to say. Like, that just sounds horrible. Like, I just feel like the hours of when... Oh, and I apologize if you can hear the planes overhead. They just fly over us. We're in the flight path. But anyways, I have a huge fear of throw up ever since I was a kid. Um Okay. Wait, let me go in the side story real quick. The reason why mm-hmm. I have a fear of it is because when I was little, I think I was like in third or fourth grade. Um, we had a teacher who was reading um, after lunch or something like that. He like reads a class novel to us and we just kind of sit and chill and it was so nice. And um, so he was reading the story and everybody was sitting in the circle. I was the furthest back and um, I, was, I was sitting at the far edge of the circle and then there was a... Um, student who stu his name started with an A. I won't name names. I mean, not that. We'll it. Just say Adolfo. <laughs> it wasn't Adolfo. But... Okay, Alofo. <laughs>
1: <laughs> my, oh, that's my cousin.
0: Oh, so anyways, this student stood up and he didn't look well, and he covered his mouth. He. B- he whacked a, a walk. He was sitting in the center and he stood up, he walked away from the center and he was trying to walk towards the door to go out. And I'm thinking to go to the bathroom, but then he looked really perplexed. Like he didn't know what to do. And so I'm like, this doesn't look good. I'm going to get away from the center. And so then he, Turned around and walked back towards the, the the group, and then he threw up on everybody, <laughs> everybody. And there was this person named Laura, and he caught all over her hair, and it oh, was horrible. No. And um, even though I ran, I mean, I slid so fast away from the group on carpet, it was crazy. Um, but one speck did fall on my on my leg, on my pant leg, towards you know my socks Ugh. and even though it was a small speck, i was like no thank you <laughs> and so i sometimes have nightmares that's my nightmare someone is chasing me saying they're gonna throw up on me Um sorry for the side it. but anyways yeah so throw up is a high that, negative that is,
1: that is a very high negative and Liv says they'll pay you like they'll charge the person like a hundred and some odd dollars or even 200 i don't know for a cleaning fee but no you never i had some i have two people throw up in my car once when i was 18 and once when i was in my late 20s friends or family and it was you couldn't get it out yeah it smelled forever and yeah. it, your car is never the same like i got rid of a car because that's i was gross. like forget it i can't get it out i don't want to smell this anymore it's gross so that's those are some things and it was oh that was a, ooh. they, and and when I said he almost threw up in my car, I mean literally, I I pulled over, opened the car door for him from the driver's side, and pushed him out of my car for him to throw up on the curb. Like it was bad.
0: Wow, your arm was in the danger zone. It
1: was in the danger zone, and that is so gross. And his girlfriend was like, "How do you not have throw up bags?" I'm sorry. Am I a plane? Where <laughs> I. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to keep throw up bags in my car because, you know, your, your, your boyfriend can't basically, you know, handle his liquor. Yeah. So it, it was, ugh, it was disgusting. That part was disgusting. Yeah. Um, but another thing too, that I thought was really cool, and really unique was, you know, I'm not originally from San Diego, but I actually picked somebody up that I went to high school with. Oh, that's cool. She didn't. We didn't know each other, but it was kind of like <laughs> a weird stories. Like, well, where did you grow up? Oh, I grew up from there. That's crazy. What high school did you go to? And then I'm like, oh no, I went to that high school. And I go, what year? And then we found out like she was like a year ahead of me. And it was it was. Well, I was like, whoa, what a small world! And it was it was funny. But I, I don't even know. I don't like from to this day. I don't even know her name. So it's, <laughs> I can't even say her name. <laughs>
0: So, uh, so that's Adolfo's side hustle. If you want to hear more about mine, you could just watch the video. It's very short, but I talk about wag and what they don't tell you about it, but no wag is delightful. The people are delightful. Um, you know, it's just competition is what it comes down to. But anyways, enough about side jobs. Uh, we're in the new year. And so one thing that's very common to do is to make new year's resolutions And I know that word has a negative connotation for many, but I really want to change how people view that word because a resolution should be something like a fun goal that you want to do, not a goal that like makes you feel like, oh, got to do that thing. And then I know there was somewhere that I've read where there's a certain day. I can't remember if it was towards the bottom of the bottom, the end of January or sometime in February where that's the day that most people stop trying to do their resolution. You know, a lot of people make these crazy goals of like working out and try to go every day. And I know that the gyms are filled at this time of year, but um, yeah, like the, the day that people give up on their goals for the new year resolution and then they're just feeling kind of down about it. But why? Why don't we make fun goals? I feel like we don't make enough time for fun. And I think it's very important to live, you know, a balanced life. You need some fun in there. Like good, yeah, clean fun. Of course. So my goals are, um, I have three so far, but I might add more. But one of my goals is to go to Universal Studios and go to Harry Potter Land. I really want to go really badly i love harry potter i want to i want to eat all the things i want to do all the things i just want to be in that section of the park i don't care about dinosaurs they're cool i mean I used to like them when i was little but no harry potter and i haven't been to universal studios since they had backdraft
1: oh that was a long time and ago. i
0: feel like i was like dying or something so yeah i'm sure it's changed a lot since then so that's my first fun resolution the other one is to throw a 20s themed murder mystery party. Um, there's a bunch of fun kits out there. I've done it once, not 20s themed, but it was, it was, it was called Murder in Maui and it was super fun and that was on my birthday a couple years back, but I definitely want to do one again. But now that we're in the 20s, I want it to be like a speakeasy where you have to, you have to you know, sol- have a password. yeah, but you have to solve a puzzle to get the password in order to get in, you know, like I want to go all out
1: with that's that funny. one.
0: And, um, the last one so far is to go to hula hoop dance class with April. Cause I think that would be oh, a lot okay. of fun. I haven't been to hula hoop dance class since I went with Annie and that, that's my other friend. And that was a long time ago. And, um, Yeah, so those are my fun ones for now. Um, But what about you? Do you have, like, fun? I know Um, it's kind of like, what's today? Today's the 21st. 21st. It's okay. You can still make a resolution. Um,
1: I'm going to try to concentrate on self-care. You know, Mm -hmm. uh, I had a really rough year last year, uh, emotionally, physically, and mentally. So this year I just want to concentrate on maybe getting back to the gym. I know that's what everybody says. But more of just for it helps with my mood. Um, another thing too is kind of use some time to reflect and maybe meditate more and Mm -hmm. even get into the pool and just float and try to you know what i want to mind a float oh like a float
0: tank oh those are fun yeah those are really fun
1: that's another video on ruse how to (laughs) yeah
0: Uh, i actually got to interview the the float tank owner he was really cool and i got to float Yeah, And it was, uh, we all float down here. But it was really nice. It was so relaxing. So relaxing. The tip is, you know, because...
1: Let's say it's also not just, you keep saying float, but it's the uh, deprivation tank.
0: Yeah. But these ones are nice because it's two rooms. You go into a private room where it's a shower, and then you can lock the door. And then there's another door, and that's the door to the tank. The tank is quite large. I mean, I could stand up fully and not touch the, the top of it. Um, And then the water is about like, I don't know, knee deep. And then you lay down and it's nice and warm. And yeah, you really do float. But the tip is to relax your head. Don't worry. It will not fall uh, underwater. You won't. You're going to float. And you do. And if as soon as you relax, man, it's just so, so good. So, oh, well, that could be a fun one. But there you go. A fun resolution. I will do that. Use a float tank. Float tank. What's nice about them, too, is that they're very, very clean. They um, drain and clean it after each use. And, you know, they talk about in other float tanks where um, it's so highly, the water has such a high concentration of salt, like people don't feel the need to clean it as often. But, um, no, I like how they clean it every time. Oh, that's awesome. Okay, so let's go to some submissions.
1: Submissions.
0: So, (laughs) that also makes me think of, like, um, when you're doing MMA stuff. Okay. (laughs) But this was submitted by Diana. And wait, let me pull it up. So, she found this tweet that was tweeted on January 7th by Clark Neely at Con Law Warrior. So he wrote i wrote a report about aardvarks in second grade and got so into them that i wrote a letter to a stuffed animal company suggesting they add one to their lineup about six months later i got a big box with a stuffed aardvark and a la- letter saying we took your suggestion and we named it clark oh nice yeah and then he yeah this is he shows a picture of the aardvark it's so cute and then um they have a pic he has a picture of his little kid handwriting of a letter and it says I'll read just a tiny bit of it. It says, Dear Possum Trot, I have been a fan of yours for many years. When I went into a toy shop, I saw one of your beavers. Immediately, I fell in love with it. My sister absolutely... Wait, my sister and I are absolutely fascinated with your possum last year. I did a report on aardvarks and now they're my favorite animal and I was wondering if any chance you would make an aardvark. This is often an animal that gets confused with an anteater and some people say... Big deal. What's the difference? There really is no difference, uh, but there is. And so then he draws a picture and shows the difference between an art park and an Eater, <laughs> and it's really cute. And then Possum draw, Trot said, you know, I thought this was really cool. When they responded, they said, Dear Clark, we know you probably think that Possum Trot is just another company that doesn't really care, and we are so sorry that it took so long to answer your letter, but we have been thinking of you. Enclosed is... Uh, is the aardvark so yeah they wrote back to him and that was really really So they
1: sent his kid an aardvark as well
0: yes it was a stuffed aardvark yeah i thought that was really nice um this and then um well before i move on to the second one did you have were you a stuffed animal person growing up
1: you know what i had some stuffed animals and the one that i remember the most was like a teddy bear that had like what is it? Uh You know Oktoberfest, what do they call that stuff what they when they wear? But not the like a girl. Lederhosen? But like what do the guys wear?
0: Isn't it Leder- is still Lederhosen? Lederhosen?
1: Yeah, I had a bear with a hat and a Lederhosen. <laughs> when I was a kid and I do remember that. I don't remember where that bear went. I don't know. I do remember selling all my toys when I was 5 to get a Nintendo. Oh, okay. So and uh to this day i don't have it anymore <laughs> <laughs> and um so but yeah I, I don't know that was i think once i hit like video game age all the stuffed animals went away
0: yeah i had a bunch of stuffed animals growing up but um and i would have them all
1: you still do there's one right here what The cat.
0: no that's a pillow wow. that's not a stuffed animal that's a pillow oh okay (laughs) (laughs) no there's a difference i'm not i'm not into stuffed animals anymore when i was a kid i had a bunch of them and then i would go to bed and i would try to put all of them on the bed so i would end up not moving during my sleep because i learned how to sleep without moving because i didn't want to crush the stuffed animals (laughs) but anyways yeah i'm not a stuffed animal person anymore um pillows are cool though i do love pillows um okay so this next article is submitted by april um, oh, I, I think I forgot to mention the last one was from Twitter. This one is uh, from Bored Panda. I guess this is an older article, but it's entitled, This Brazilian tattoo artist is horrible horrible at drawing, but people still pay her to get inked.
1: I, I saw this article.
0: Yeah, and the, it, actually this this bat that she drew is really, really cute. I really like that one. It's like, ah, but it's really, really cute. Um. So, it, I guess this was posted two years ago. I'm not sure, but it doesn't have a date that's anywhere. Right. But anyways, so um, it says that she at the time she was 26 year old. She's from Brazil, and she was the proud founder of Malfeitona. I guess that's how you say that a home studio providing what she describes in Portuguese as tat. Uh, I can't speak Portuguese. I'll try. jeans. Peba Tat- Tattoo Agents. Well, it means ugly tattoos. <laughs> so.
1: I wonder how many people, like she's, I wonder if she's still in business.
0: Oh yeah, I think she is. I mean, especially That's after funny. this article. Um, what I like is that, you know, she really wanted to do this thing. She was like, I, I'm, I want to be a tattoo artist. And I don't care if my art isn't the best actually her art is extremely cute I really think it's super cute so um yeah so people really want their they're paying for it they're paying for her art so good on her I've to that I guess yeah
1: I've heard to that
0: yeah <laughs> um I do have one tattoo that I got when I was 28 and it's of a cherry blossom and it put it on the inside of my ankle so that it was just for me so I could see it when I walk, some you know, if I look down and I walk, I could see it. But I don't know. I'm scared. I I have always wanted to also add like a bee because I love bees. But I'm just even though I had a tattoo, I'm it, it, people are like, oh, watch out, it's so addictive. I'm like, no, it's no no, it's not, no, it's not addictive it's for not. me. Um, I mean, this one was very meaningful to me. It has three meanings that are close to my heart. Um, but um yeah i don't know if uh, when the bee is gonna happen but
1: uh, i'm still thinking about my second tattoo so mine's a, my my first is, it's so funny because when i went to get it done the guy started and he and it, because it's on my rib cage and going down top on my right side and going down to my like my stomach And the guy looked around he goes, you don't have any tattoos. I go, he goes, oh, no, he asked me, he goes, where are your rest of tattoos? I go, oh, this is my first. Mm -hmm. And he goes, oh, my God, dude, this is, you're very brave for this being your first tattoo. Yeah. And it did hurt. I'll be honest with you. It did hurt. It was the rib cage getting near the bone area. was Oh, God. But I got through it and uh, I do want to get one more. And, uh. Hopefully it'll happen this year. I want to get a little bit of backstory. Kind of sad, but my mom passed away last year, and I would. She was very big into blue roses, Mm -hmm. and one of the things that I would like to get is, you know how? And in Beauty and the Beast, there was a stained glass rose. And it was in the glass jar or the glass.
0: No, it was a live rose. It was a magical live rose. Are you no. Talk- no, no.
1: I'm talking about in the beginning.
0: Oh, when she's telling the, telling the story through the stained glass. Yeah. Okay, now I know what you mean.
1: Okay. Okay. And so I, I want to get like it looking like stained glass.
0: Oh, my gosh. I got excited. Okay. a
1: ladybug on it because she was very big into ladybugs. Yeah. And then have that somewhere on my body. I don't know where to put it at this point. But I would like to get that done. Who knows? It might happen while my dad's in town. I don't know.
0: I already have Bell cosplay. Because <laughs> um, just just for you all to know, if you don't know me. Um, yeah, I have all kinds of low-key lo- cosplay, especially Disney bounding stuff. Like, I'm yes. all about that because I like to go to work just like that. Or, you know, like, of course, teaching the themed yoga classes. I have very comfortable... Um, yeah cosplay to teach yoga in and so yeah i already have the bell one so if you go do that i want to dress up like a like bell that's fine that'd be you know what's really, really funny cool.
1: is that we have our work party our, our work 20th anniversary work yeah. party and one of the guys asked was like hey my wife keeps asking what she should wear what is your wife wearing <laughs> and i'm like i can guarantee you that my <laughs> wife is going to be disney bounding as some princess yeah and he's like, "What?" And I'm like, "I showed him pictures from from the wedding that we went to." I
0: kind of want to do a low key jasmine with with my pants because I have. You gonna wear pants? Yeah, they have the yoga pants that I yogi yogini pants that I bought a long time ago at the goodwill. They are so good; like they are the correct color.
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh, this is this is a dress event. I thought you were gonna wear the dress oh again. oh. Yeah. You have to wear a dress. I, yeah, no, these are nice in a, pants. I'm They're be linen in a suit.
0: They're in linen pants. Though. I'm gonna be in a suit. Uh oh, okay. So you have to wear dress. Well, there's or so many to choose from. I you don't mean, have to have to, Disney it'd
1: be nice. So we'll see. We'll figure that out too.
0: Um. But what, well, what did you, so you told him like, I'm going to Disney bound and then what he said. Yeah.
1: He's like, oh, and I showed him pictures. He's like, that's funny. And that's what he said. <laughs> so I'm like, I guarantee you that. Yeah. It's going to be some princess. Yeah. I don't know which one it is, but it's going to be. One or
0: all. now I have green. Because I also wanted to do. Well, I guess it's still Disney bounding because Marvel is Disney. But I wanted to do Loki.
1: I have oh, a green yeah. dress.
0: I have gold. I could figure out. I don't know. How, how to are make you going to put horns? Well, no, it's all like... It doesn't... Disney bounding isn't like exactly like the thing. Sure. Although Belle is easy to do exactly like the thing. It's more like, you know, it could be the similar colors. For example, Winnie the Pooh wears a red shirt and he's... Uh, like a honey color, right? So some people will Disney bound with like a red shirt and a yellow skirt or yellow pants or something like that. So, um, yeah, Disney bounding. Oh man, I just love it so much. Oh, she can go on for hours. Yeah. I could talk all about like cosplay and I just want to say it doesn't have to be expensive. Like I know there's like a lot of people that spend so much money on cosplay. It really doesn't. Goodwill is my best friend or savers. Yeah. Um, Hmm. now I'm thinking how to make Loki work <laughs> <laughs> or something yeah anyways uh let's move on to the shout outs
1: Shout outs
0: So do you have anyone to shout out?
1: I'm going to shout out my dad he's gonna be visiting me uh, on Saturday yeah and it's gonna be nice so I'm gonna I'm taking the week off of work and mm-hmm. we're just gonna cruise around San Diego just him and I and cruise around you. in your 6 four. Yeah. My, is that how the, the song goes? <laughs> yeah. Cruising down the street in my 64.
0: What does that mean?
1: Uh, 64 is a 64 Impala. Oh, 64.
0: Impala. I was, I, okay. Now that's I get it. That's what
1: it is. It's a 64 Impala. Um, But I will, we're going to drive around and then when you get off of work, we'll pick you up, go to dinner okay. or whatever. But yeah, and it's going to be nice. You know, that's one thing my dad, we get along really well and, and uh, it's going to be kind of nice.
0: So I'd like to give actually a quick shout out to um, the people who submitted the stories. So thank you to Diana and April. Actually, I also want to send a shout out to Billy because she also sent uh, something in the same vein of um, portraits, like kind of like the tattoo artist the that did a very unusual looking dog for somebody. Um, but anyways, this person, I don't know if this is real. I mean, some of the stuff is blacked out to for the person's name. But somebody posted, maybe you've all seen it already. I'm i am like Knives Chow. I always am late to find out stuff. But it's a picture of a dog and then a drawing that this person did of the draw. Do, a drawing of the dog, sorry. And it says, Professional Animal Portrait. Forty dollars. I'm a professional drawer person. This has been my hobby ever since Frank left me. Order now and get yours in time for Christmas.
1: It's a weird thing to say. I don't know if it, that's real. Since Frank left me.
0: <laughs> Do you think that's real, you guys? I, I don't you never know. know.
1: It's the internet. It could be it, it could be totally give, fake. You, it could be totally fake or totally real. But, i'll give it a 50 50 shot but know. i want
0: to thank uh billy for sending that because that was really funny uh because the the picture of the dog is so cute They're like it's funny like the dog look the portrait of the dog that she drew looks like it's seen things like or it looks like it's doing the thing where like there's something behind you like in the scary movies That's so. funny. <laughs> but anyways i hope you all have a wonderful what's today Tuesday? Wonderful Tuesday. <laughs> it's been a long weekend, so, uh, three-day weekend, so kind of lost track of time. But, yes, have a wonderful Tuesday, and we will catch you all next time.
1: See you later. All right,
0: bye.